0: The audio is running. Okay, the video is running. The audio is running as well. Okay? So we're good there. 10 seconds in. Let me get this one. Get this new. Oh. So we're ready, Randy. You're ready. Time warp. Okay. We're recording.
1: I have no idea what to talk about. It's almost 11 o'clock at night. March 30th. Almost the third year anniversary of the death of Nipsey.
2: long winded running through this life like it was mine never settling but setting every goal high 1000 burpees on the path to my own destruction or success but what is a mistake without the lesson see the best teacher in life is your own experience none of us know who we are until we fail they say every man is defined by his reaction to any given situation well who would you want to define you someone else Or yourself. Whatever you do, hum,
0: give your heart to and stay strong.
2: Y'all listen.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the IC109 podcast. And I am joined in studio with my lovely wife, Randy Marie Jackson Wiggs.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. So good to be here with you.
0: Yes. (laughs) I'm very happy to have you in studio. Today, I decided to start this podcast, this video cast, this uh, this video that we're doing here, because tomorrow, in an, an hour and three minutes, it will be March thirty first, and um, this is a very important date because I was a fan of Nipsey Hussle, and on that date, Nipsey was murdered. And it's a sad date, but it's a date that I want to i want to do my best to um, keep the marathon continuing in, honor him. in the little uh, way that I can. Because Nipsey was a personal hero of mine. Nipsey was younger than me, but he was quite accomplished in his short life. And um, yeah, so that's what we're going to do here. We're going to talk about Nipsey. We're going to talk about this date. We're going to talk about this month. I want to talk about my experiences in the month of March in 2019, but also in 2020, and then 2021, and then now in 2022. So I want to talk about those things. I think so. I think so. Yes, you do. That's what I want to get off of my chest. Get it All off my right. chest. And... Um, yeah. So where are we, Kobe? You're at 109.
2: You're at 100. You're at 109 right.
0: Now. What? What's going on with my my equipment?
2: You're at 109. Man,
0: what's going on? You're at
2: 100. And- you're at 109 right now.
0: Thank you. There it was. Something was tripping with my equipment. I don't know. That's Kobe Bryant, right? If you listen to one of the podcasts, you'll understand uh, where I got this clip from. But where are we, Randy?
2: You're at 109 right now. That right there. That
0: right there. Cool. <laughs> so, this is dead air, Randy. We have to talk. We have to give the people a discussion. Thank you guys for um, showing up. Time is of the essence. I don't want to waste your time. I just want to tell you. I just want to just tell you what's up. All right. So, Randy.
1: Yes. What's up?
0: How's your microphone? Is everything good?
1: Yes. Good. I think...
0: Oh, it's, it must be my headphones then. Okay, because your the volume was a little low.
1: Can you hear me now?
0: Yes. And what's important is that you can hear Randy. All right? Okay, okay so Randy's heard me tell these stories, but I want to tell it, and I want to record it, and I want you to hear it. All right, so I'll try to keep it short. When Nipsey was murdered... Let's, I'm going to go back the week before Nipsey was murdered. Okay. I was um, I was in Oman, that's a desert country in the Middle East, and I had read his article in Forbes magazine and I was riding high because I was the only person in from Los Angeles in the desert at that time. I had um, a friend, a colleague from I think Tennessee, another colleague from Detroit, um, I think another colleague from canada and i was representing los angeles
1: so oh i lost my train of thought
0: <laughs> randy lost her train of thought she's nervous in front of the cameras and she just is shy but i'm gonna try to you know get the i mean the the attention is on me i'm the one who wrote this poem ten nine, and i'm the one who started this podcast and this youtube page and everything it's all on me randy has nothing to really worry about
1: well i <laughs> i do have a question Yes I want to um, know about the Forbes the magazine what was the article about like give us a little history or background information on that
0: I'll tell you first I was a finance major I studied finance because I wanted to I wanted to get into the world of finance into the fortune 500 um, companies those those big Forbes those companies that are in Forbes I wanted to be there and I didn't make it. I wasn't there. I had little jobs and stuff like that. So that's my personal experience. But then here's Nipsey Hussle with an article about his accomplishments in Forbes magazine. Okay. Now, by all of my my advantages in life, you know, coming from a two-parent household, going to uh, university to study, you know, that would have been me. That should have been me.
1: Don't give up just yet, you still have time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but that all if if it should have been me, it should not have been Nipsey. Because Nipsey did not well his family wasn't nurturing. His mother and father were divorced. Nipsey was getting involved in some gangs. Nipsey did, Nipsey's family did not have a lot of money. And essentially, by all of those metrics, Nipsey should not have done what he did.
1: He was resilient,
0: tenacious, committed, dedicated, all right? A self taught person. Autodidact is what that's called. And so when I saw his, his article in Forbes magazine, they were talking about the businesses that he had created, the millions of dollars that uh, you know, he had generated from his uh, rapping, entertainment um, career, and everything was powerful and everything was inspiring. So when I read that article, uh, there I was in the desert, I was doing all right for myself. But when I saw a hometown hero in Nipsey, I stuck my chest out in the desert. And I'm like, somehow I feel more connected to him because he's giving me hope. And I was like, yo, man, if he can do it, I just have to figure out what I have to do to become a success. Because everything said, everything basically counted him out. But he was very much in. So he was my hero. He's younger than me, but he's doing it. And I remember when I was studying finance and Nipsey was interviewed and he said he used a financial principle. He said he wanted assets and not liabilities. I studied finance for like seven years. And that was such an important point to to learn. It took me seven years to learn it.
1: That's okay, you learned it.
0: But for Nipsey, at his young age, just to just easily say something that was a gem, so uh, important, and he just said it casually in the interview, I was blown away. I was like, whoa, man, this guy is special. So, that's what's up. That's what's up um with Nipsey. All right? Did I answer your question? The Forbes magazine. Yes, you w- did. What was in it? It was it was all of his successes and the the music, his career developing.
1: It inspired
0: you. Right. He was just like on a rocket ship. Just shooting up.
1: And this was a week before.
0: Exactly. Wow. So, so I I... I'm puffing my my chest out saying, man, if he can do it, I can do it, you know? I'm like, look, he's going to he's gonna be the next Jay-Z. He's going to be the next whatever, a, a Barry Gordy, a um, Bob Johnson. I mean, it, he really was the American dream. He epitomized the American dream just like, look, no matter what your circumstances are, You can rise above them if you work hard because through his dedication, tenacity, persistence, all of that. It didn't matter that he was affiliated with the gang. It didn't matter all of those things. He was able to rise above it. And so all of that was a very inspiring story. And you know what? I was in the desert of Oman and I met people. Excuse me. I was working along people from different parts of the world. And they told me, when the the story broke, that they knew who Nipsey was.
1: When he passed away?
0: They knew him.
1: Wow, so he's worldwide.
0: I'll tell you, it was white boy Joseph. White boy Joseph in the desert. All right, He came to me and he said, yeah, Nipsey was a great man. I I listened to all of his music. And I said, wait, 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 wait a minute. (laughs) I'm the one from Los Angeles. You... Wherever you come from, how did you, you know, gravitate toward his music? And he knew his whole catalog. Wow. That leads me into my story about how, how did I learn about Nipsey? I mean, yes, I'm from Los Angeles, but some parts of Los Angeles, I'm not of Los Angeles like that. And so Nipsey was of Los Angeles, of that part that I wasn't a part of. And I gra- I I did not gravitate towards it, but only until Nipsey changed that 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 section. Did I I gravitate towards that? What do, what do I mean? I mean that that Crenshaw and Slauson intersection, Randy. You know it. We're we're from L.A.
1: Yes, I'm kind of closer to it, but I was I grew up not you know going towards that area because my mother kept me away. Said so it's not safe. So.
0: And to underscore it not being safe, I mean just a, a month or, or so ago, someone was celebrating Nipsey's life and legacy and some a tourist was shot there. Right. So <sighs> sad. All right. Um Yeah. I stayed away because I knew of that element. I knew, you know, you grow up in LA, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Watts Homie Kwan. He makes those, those funny, interesting videos on Instagram and YouTube that, yes, they're funny, but there's a, a serious undercurrent. He's talking about real-life situations that have ended up traumatic and tragic for people. Los Angeles is, is yeah, very dangerous. So anyhow, we want to keep this upbeat but we still want to talk about the gravity of the situation. And um, so Nipsey, Nipsey was, Nipsey captivated my imagination. And in 2018, I finally got the courage and I finally went to the Marathon Clothing Store at Crenshaw in Slauson where I bought my Crenshaw sweatshirt. I bought a, a T-shirt shirt Um, That was inspired by none other than my man, Jean-Michel Basquiat, which was so fascinating because Nipsey knew about Jean-Michel Basquiat.
1: Did he really?
0: Yes, he rapped about Nipsey. uh, Excuse me, Nipsey rapped about Basquiat. Nipsey used the crown. If you see on my T-shirt here, I have the crown, uh, Basquiat's crown. It's better if I put, if I show you one. Randy's t-shirt the crown Basquiat Jean-Michel Basquiat made the crown so powerful and prevalent in his artwork right back here if you look at Thor there it is right there boom for real so Nipsey borrowed these elements from Basquiat rapped about Basquiat and that just touched my heart because I was like yo we're, we're, we're like on the same same wavelength we're different very different, but we're on the same wavelength. So, yeah.
1: Let's get straight to it. Yep. Well, I'm not sure if you want to talk about or discuss um, other things, but I want to know um, when you found the, found out about the news of his death, like where were you, what were you doing, how did you react to it?
0: All right. So my poem is entitled 10 Because I have a whole history of seeing the numbers 10 and 9. I'll start there. Just remember that. Put a pin in that and remember that point. All right. So how did I learn about Nipsey's passing? Again, I was riding high on the Forbes uh, magazine article. And then one night, I guess, you know, it was March 30th. The desert is 11 hours ahead. So I was actually going to sleep at, uh, what was that? march 31st and then i was going to wake up april 1st in the desert because the desert because gulf time and pacific standard time they're 11 hours off okay so just a little tidbit detail okay let me get back to the story now all right so i went to sleep riding high on nipsey success like man that dude's doing all right i wake up i check instagram and I start looking at my feed, and I see a lot of pictures of Nipsey. And I'm like, "That's odd. How come I'm seeing a lot of his pictures?" And then a friend of mine, and this guy, is actually um, Marley Gibbs's grandson, uh, okay. posted a picture of Nipsey. And because I know him, you know, very well, then I I tended to, or yeah, I tended to believe the news from him if it came from him rather than someone else who was just out and about like okay right so under the under his picture there was the caption read prayers up for Nipsey he was a really good dude and past tense past tense and i'm like yo like I, when i woke up that's what i woke up i looked at my um my instagram feed and i got chills when that came when i came across that picture i'm like you got to be kidding me I was just reading about him in Forbes magazine. He's riding high. He's a successful black man in America. He has, he's he's beat the odds. He has a long future. He's going toward it. He's going to keep going.
1: He's so young. He's only what
0: thirty three. Thirty three. Wow. And I'm looking at my my feed, and I'm saying no, no, this isn't happening. You know, I'm I'm in denial at that point, right? So I'm really like bugging. And then, yeah, it, the reality sets in and, like, tears start coming to my eyes, you know?
1: And I'm wait, like. Wait, and tears don't, if tears come in <laughs> your eyes, that's, that's something huge. Let's just get that straight. <laughs> okay, continue.
0: You guys don't know me, but, you know, I can, I can hold it together pretty well. So serious. But, but for Nipsey, it was like, yo, I didn't even know the dude. I had only been listening to his music a short time. Like, I knew about Hustle in the House, which was early in his career, but all of the other records I hadn't listened to only until I started, actually after his passing, I started listening to his music. Wow. No, no, no. Right before. His his early uh, catalog. Those records um, I listened to after his passing. I was familiar with uh, Victory Lap Crenshaw and I think that's it two projects two two albums by Nipsey that's all that I was familiar with when he passed and I was a fan from that point on and thereafter after his passing I had to go back and do my 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 history my research and learn more about him and stuff like that um but I was quite impressed so yeah I, I cried tears um came to my eyes and um of course, I had to wipe those tears away because I had a job to do. I was working in the desert. That's why I'm in the desert. I had a job. I was an English uh, university professor. And so I had to get up that morning, get dressed, take a shower, jump in the car, and drive a short distance to work. That's tough. Yeah.
1: Like Emotionally, mentally. It's...
0: I grabbed my belly, but I was actually trying to <laughs> trying to point to 10-9. <laughs> Because this is what happened. After I got up, you know, after learning the news and all of that, um, I jump in the car and I go to work. Now, I only work, I I live a short distance from my job. But it's the desert. Um, I lived alone. For the most part, I lived alone. I did have um, a housemate. that The house had, uh, there were two houses that were connected that shared a wall. And the person who occupied the other house was another professor. And sometimes we would um, ride to work in the same car. We would carpool, very short drive, five minutes to eight minutes from home to the school.
1: I share Wi-Fi the same:
0: Yeah, <laughs> we shared Wi-Fi. I used up all of his <laughs> Wi-Fi. He was like, "I'm done." <laughs> oh yeah, he was an older gentleman and <laughs> I used up they only give you like 30 gigabytes per, um, per month, and I'd like downloaded movies because I was bored in that desert, okay? And I was like, I was like, I'm, a, I'm downloading these videos so I can watch them later, like full on movies that were like eight gigabytes each. And the 30 gigabytes was for the whole month. <laughs> all right. So Dr. Saad from um, Iraq. Peace to Dr. Saad. All right. And um, I jumped up, jumped in and got dressed. I felt so sad because it was Nipsey. It was like, it it was a friend. It was a family member, someone very special. And then, um, I'm driving to work and these numbers, I see them. And how, how do I see them? A truck is barreling down the road and the truck cuts me off. And, you know, to cut someone off is to really capture their attention because when someone cuts you off, you feel angry you have that road rage and that that captures your attention. You're like, "Hey, man, I need to do something." And I wanted to do something. I was angry. I wanted to curse this man. Why would you cur- why would you cut me off? I looked at the license plate and I saw 1090. And first I was sad. Then I was angry. And then I saw 1090 on the license plate, and then I felt a calmness. All right, I'll say it. I felt, I heard a voice. The voice said, everything is just as it should be, okay? Don't worry. I'll tell you also how I felt. I felt displaced because I was so far away from my family. In that moment, I was like, dang, Nipsey's, 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 Nipsey's gone. I need to be near my family. And me. My I... wife. My lovely wife. We hadn't gotten there yet. Mm-hmm. We hadn't gotten there in our relationship. We didn't, we
1: didn't know. We knew each other, but we didn't know that was going to happen.
0: And that, that story is also related to ten nine. That's a very special story right there. Um, I did not know. But, um, yeah, so yeah I was so far away from my family and I was like what am I doing in this desert? I'm like what am I doing? But then that calmness washed over me and that voice said to me, you know, you're you are where you need to be. And I'm like, "Really?" But I'm I'm so far away from my family. Things are happening back in Los Angeles that are just like horrible. Like Of course, no, no. You don't run to a fire. I I wasn't I wasn't trying to get back to L A and be like, yo, you know who who did this to Nipsey? I'm I'm gonna hurt you. No 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 no. We think we think before we act. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. So.
1: Wait, really quick. I didn't realize. So the day you learned of Nipsey's death. Yes. That's the same day that the um, truck cut you off. Absolutely. Well, I didn't realize like I heard the story so many times, but I didn't realize that was the same day. Like,
0: and it was within like an hour because I I would usually get up around six six thirty, and Doctor Saad and I would leave the house around seven thirty. All right, so between six thirty and seven, I mean, I, I I I woke up. I got the news of of Nipsey's uh, murder, of the shooting that occurred. And by 7.30, I was on my way to work. So within an hour of getting the news of Nipsey's murder, I jumped in the car, took a five to eight minute drive to get to work. And that's when I saw the truck. Now, here's really another detail that's going like, to blow your mind. There were only two cars on the road. Now, you could you could be like, Larry, you're like... You're, you're so fascinated. You're so focused on those numbers. You can find them anywhere. Like if we got on the highway, you could like look at all of the cars. And I bet one of those cars is going to have that license plate 109 on it. Yeah, but what if there are only two cars on the road? What are the chances of that other car having the license plate that resonates with me?
1: Right, and it's the way that it happened, like the timing, the place, like everything.
0: Within an hour of learning of Nipsey's passing or his his circumstances, it happened like that. All right, this has been longer than we expected. We're going to cut right now, and this is just part one of our tribute to Nipsey and uh, March 31st. Thank you, Randy. Thank you all for watching. This is just part one, so stay tuned for part two. We're going to end with a little bit of Nipsey.
2: Long-winded, running through this life like it was mine. Never settling, but setting every goal high. 1,000 burpees on the path to my own destruction or success. But what is a mistake without the lesson? See, the best teacher in life is your own experience. None of us know who we are until we fail. They say every man is defined by his reaction to any given situation. Well, who would you want to define you? Someone else or yourself? Whatever you do, homie, give your heart to it. And stay strong. Stay strong.